Hey, 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 and we're back. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic squeeze. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. In fact, it's designed for anyone who wants to be able to communicate with love, understand themselves, and bridge the gap between where they are and where they want to be. Look, we live in a really crazy world and time where we're told that with a few clicks on the mouse or the right connections or the right things will attain happiness. And the fact of the matter is, haven't we all heard of so many stories of millionaires and billionaires who are freaking unhappy? I think about, in my mind, Zappos, the shoe company, I think that was later bought up by Amazon. Everyone's gobbling each other's businesses up, but I digress. The founder Anthony Heesh, known by Tony Heesh, he was very eccentric. He, at one point, was able to sell his his businesses and then for a cumulative $265 million. And despite his eccentricity, in spite of him espousing being happy, he was totally miserable. He was engaged in drugs and just hanging out with the wrong people and never really happy or feeling secure about himself. And so I just want to just dismiss, demystify this idea that once you accumulate quote unquote things, you're going to be happy. It's not about necessarily accumulating the right things, but having the right mindset. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the follow subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And if you're interested in learning more about me and what I do and working with me and all that fun stuff, check out denisegelee.com. Look, I know that some of you guys are not really audio people. I myself, true confession, even though you're listening to my voice talking about this, I'm really more of a writer. So if you're interested in me talking about with science-backed evidence about certain things that I'm saying or psychology angles or why am I really believing the things I have and you're looking for citations and all that fun stuff, check out my website, denisegelee.com. Go to my blog and it's will always link these articles as well as relevant web links and my podcast episodes that are specific to that particular particular topic. So have at it, have fun. That's where uh, you can find me. And uh, also while I'm here, I just want to say that I have been a growing audience on Spotify. And that's pretty awesome. And I love it. And I just wanted to say a couple quick things about my peeps who are on Spotify. You guys can be able to communicate with me via voicemail messages or submitting a question or a comment on the poll. I love answering questions and I love interacting with you guys there. So for those of you guys who are listening and consuming this information via Spotify, that resource is available to you. And regardless of if you've been listening on Spotify or whatever platform, if you've been enjoying this podcast and you've been getting a lot of value from it, please write a review. Let other people know what you have been learning. It singles to me, obviously, of what I can give you more of. And it singles to other people that this is a podcast is worth listening to and obviously share this with your homies, your gals, all your community. That way we can just keep growing this community. So I've, I've been really noticing a surge in the last couple of weeks of new followers and it's been really humbling and I really greatly appreciate all of the interest in not just entrepreneurship, but self-care, personal development and just living your best life. Okay. And everything that I'm going to be talking about can be really found more in detail and amazing attitude, amazing attitudes, my 21 day self 
self-improvement self-study program where I talk about stuff about mindset but on a deeper level you get me talking like anywhere between five to seven minutes on a very specific issues and then I have some questions that go even deeper than what I'm talking about, which is kind of weird. Like, Denise, how can you go deeper than this? I'm like, yes, wait, there's more. I can go deeper about this stuff. Because for a lot of us, the reason why we are not living the quality life is that we're not asking ourselves the right question because we're not asking ourselves the right question. Repeat, We repeat patterns and behaviors that even though logically we know is not even helping us, it's not even going to push us in the right direction. We do it because it's habitual. Look, here's the thing. Carl Jung, uh, protege of Sigmund Freud, analyst, okay, psychological analyst, said that 90% of our thoughts are unconscious, meaning we're not even thinking about it. And only 10% of our thoughts are conscious thoughts. Things about, oh, I got to take the trash out. Oh, I got to send this email. Oh, I got to do something for my kid. Oh, I got to do blah, blah, blah. That is your conscious mind. But imagine like a, 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 a um, an iceberg, right? And you always know that like when you see the tip of the iceberg, that is nothing in comparison to what's underneath the, the, the water. Well, that's the same thing goes with your mind. You're harboring so many ideas that have come from each and every experience from your friends, from your family members to your first job, things that you've read, even the little blips that you see on social media. Don't think it's not innocent. It's all impacting you. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be understanding all these little components that help us cultivate the life that we have right now. And I'm going to be talking about five specific areas. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you grab a pen, a paper, something to write with, because I'm going to dive in now and talk about this because I want to make sure that you actually have the tools to help you succeed. I mean, I know there's a whole bunch of other podcast episodes where you you might go and I'm like, ah, I don't need this. But this is really important. And I really truly believe in this because that's what has shifted my life. That's what has happened helped me to transform so many areas of my life. You know, I have been in recovery from alcohol for seven years. And I've been in recovery from sex addiction for almost 15 years. And I truly believe the reason behind it, it was because of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you today that have attracted clients, my husband, uh, my family, just better relationships with friends and family. Like it didn't happen by happenstance it took intention and so that's what we're going to be talking about in our time with one another okay without further ado let's get into today's episode so the first step that i want to share with you and these aren't aren't in ranking like number one is literally number one i want you to listen and i want you to write down what you you think of as a trouble spot or something like hmm Denise is saying something I haven't really leaned into and I don't really know how to. And so I'm hoping that as you're listening that this might uh, spark some other ideas that you haven't considered. Okay. So number one that I have is get curious. Look, here's the thing. We, even though we're in an information age where it feels as if things are just coming at us in the speed of light, you're like, oh, wait a minute, Denise, I am being pummeled with so much information and so much news from friends and family and social media and and everywhere around me. And so my question is, are you getting curious about the things that spark your interest, spark your passion, make you feel excited and motivated? I remember 
Many, many years ago, I was a part of a women's business networking group. And we all just sat around uh, once a week or twice a week, depending on where we were. They had meetings all over the place. And all we did was tell each other what we were doing, what we were looking for, and what things are interesting us. And I was always freaking amazed about the certain things that I was learning from other ladies as they were growing their business. That's how I found out about Help a Reporter Out. If you haven't done so already, check that out. It's basically a, a beautiful collage of, of queries from people, journalists who are looking for sources and sources who are looking to put their name out there. And let me tell you, a lot of interesting things happened through that innocuous conversation I had at a female business networking site. So I had a lady there who was saying, yeah, I've been using Haro. And I was like, well, what's Haro? I was like, well, let's help a report it out. And it's like, yeah, you can get digest three times a day if you want to based on different subjects that you're interested in. And I remember one time I was getting the emails because I signed up to get the email list. And one of them was from a local news station and they were looking for advice about how to stay healthy and hydrated during the summertime. And that's how I got on TV. Actually, if you go on my website, denisegelee.com, if you go to my about story, there's actually a link that shows you my first uh, of a, a television interview from a local TV station. It was pretty exciting and it was from getting curious. So my question to you is, are you getting curious about things that interest you? That means you have to be hanging around people who are talking about the things that you like that make you interested. If you're hanging around people who are talking about things that you don't like, of course, you're not going to learn anything because you want to tune it all out. But if you're interested in things that excite you or motivate you and inspire you, you'd be amazed how much more things you'll learn. Okay. Now, number two is stay positive. You know, I have to be honest with you. I used to walk around with like a rain cloud permanently affixed over my head. Everything was doom and gloom. Everyone was out to get me. And I couldn't even imagine the idea of heck, even talking about positivity, let alone like thinking about how it could impact my life. And I remember in the height of going through my own addiction uh, issues, I thought to myself, I'm just going, there's one day a man is just going to rape and kill me because I can't control my urges, because I can't relate with men in a healthy way. I can't maintain a job. I'm always getting in trouble with my boss. I, I remember even a coworker said, be professional. I didn't even know what he meant. I couldn't understand what he said. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And, and so I always just thought negatively because I felt like I was being punished by everyone around me. But here's the thing, staying positive is not an issue about necessarily thinking about happy thoughts. It's about making the decision to have your mindset focus on your abilities, your strengths, your opportunities, the things that are good that's going around you. And I know for some of you guys who may be listening and you might be going through in the midst of a bankruptcy or a divorce or a loved one that you really cared about died and you're just thinking, well, that's awesome, Denise, but you don't know my circumstance. And you know, right? I don't know your circumstance. And I don't know what you're dealing with, but I do know that focusing on all the things that are not working well is not helping you improve your life today. All it will do is reinforce your idea 
of doom and gloom and actually manifest what you actually dread the most. Like, for example, I always dreaded dating. I always hated, dreaded, you know, interacting with men because I didn't feel comfortable about my ability to say yes, my ability to communicate my wants. And lo and behold, like I mentioned to you earlier about Carl Jung, about the unconscious and the conscious mind, I attracted men that smelled, it was like blood in the water. Like they just hunted and they knew that I felt insecure and vulnerable and desperate for affection. So when we're talking about this idea of staying positive, it's about recognizing, hey, I have a mouth. I have abilities. I may not get everything that I want all at once, but what's within my power? What's within our control right now? Too many of us are giving away our power and then wondering why we feel so darn miserable about ourselves. And now the next direction actually kind of related to that, number three, is I want you to own the direction of your life. I remember when, as I was, this was when Steve Harvey started really, really getting popular and he made a, a book titled Along the Lines of Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Yes. And I always recommend that book. Oh my goodness. If you're a client of mine, I got a lot of book recommendations based on so many different subjects, but I always recommend Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man to my single female clients. Because for a lot of ladies, they don't really understand how they're trying to have expect men to behave the way they think, but they're not going to because they're men <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work like that and for it has I know that book helped me and I know it helped lots of other ladies but that's not the point of me mentioning Steve Harvey the point of me mentioning Steve Harvey is it got me learning more about him I read some of his other books like up and I and and within his other books he was very candid about his numerous failures, about his multiple divorces, being homeless while he was trying to grow his comedy career, how he had to take multiple gigs, his some his car getting stuck in the while he was sleeping in the middle of the road, his uh, meeting other people that were not famous at the time and learning to build connections and community. And the point I'm trying to make is that through all of this these events Instead of saying, oh man, I hate this. I don't want to do this. This is not going to happen. He understood that all this was training him for something bigger. For something better than what he had. And so when, I, when I'm talking to you about own the direction of your life, I'm not saying here and say, well, just let things just flow and somehow you'll get to where you want to be. And like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what have you learned from each season? For example, Steve uh, Harvey talks frequently about how he learned through his other failed marriages about how he treats his, his now, I think his fourth wife, Marjorie, the best. And what he learned from each of those relationships, he learned about how to treat women better. He learned how to understand the sensibilities of women. When you're owning the direction of your life, you're also understanding how your actions impacted not just yourself, but other people. So question to you right now is, are you taking radical responsibility for what you're doing now? And are you learning the lessons that you have experienced from the past? Or are you just thinking that 
things are just happening to you by chance and there's nothing that you can do about that. Because I would dare say that kind of mindset gets people in so much problems, so many problems, so much drama, and it takes a while to get out of that kind of funk. But it first starts with you understanding that life is never meant to be easy, but it's meant to be a teacher for you and for all the people that are observing you. I'll never forget when I, I shortly after I got married, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who knew me in the midst of the beginning origins of my uh, going into AA and SA. For those of you guys who don't know, AA sounds for Alcoholics Anonymous. SA sounds for Sexaholics Anonymous. Those 12-step recovery means. And I remember Amy, I'll just call her Amy for anonymity purposes. She said, you know, Denise, I've been watching you for the last nine years, even before. And I never said this to you before, but I realized how much you grew emotionally through all of these experiences and you really helped me be more in touch with my own emotions. And I never had this conversation with Amy before. I never even knew she was thinking that. And so my question to you is, how are you being a model for the people around you? Just because they're not saying anything about what you're going through doesn't mean they're not observing. And owning the direction of your life means that you are a role model, whether you like it or not, to other people. Okay. And number four, let's move on is to keep visualizing success. And I'm not sitting here. I'm talking about this idea of material effects of uh, success of blings and cars and money and all, all this other stuff. I'm talking about this idea of doing what you were built, you were destined to do. And so this is where you examine your affinities the things that kind of catch your eye, the things that attract you, the things that inspire you it interest you things that if I ask you to talk about it my goodness I'm gonna have to grab a chair and sit down because you can sit there and talk a hole through my hair head about all the things that you know about this issue because you're so darn passionate I remember a, a couple of weeks ago I'm sitting there I'm walking this is before I even got my dog actually a couple months a few months ago I'm walking walking around with my husband and we we talk with this this dog owner who has this Domerin pitcher puppy and he has the these little straws in his ears and he's explaining about how the dog is trained to uh, learn how to be in the crate and all this other stuff that's, that the dog is learning about and this owner was passionate about this subject he was speaking about the average time bl- line about training and the health and well-being of maintaining them and where where you go to find a breeder and all this other stuff and what I thought was a brief hi I I like your dog he's cute turned into a full-blown 15-minute conversation I literally had my husband and I had to politely excuse ourselves he would have gone continue talking unless we said hey we gotta go what are you passionate about I know obviously I have a lot of you guys who are business owners or inspiring business owners. So that may be a duh, of course, my business. But for a lot of you guys, you might even have a business that is meant to get at a parent. Like, for example, you want to prove a parent wrong out of spite. And that's not a business model, my love. That's just a revenge business. Don't do that. Or you're doing a business because you feel like this is the best way to gain approval by certain people. That's not a business. I'm talking about stuff that is uniquely you and inspires you, that motivates you. You think about it night and day. It's literally an obsession. 
And so when you're visualizing success, I want you to visualize success about the things that really light you up. And this is something that I wish that I learned about, heck, even five years ago, because I was so busy blowing up my fears, I never allowed my faith about my ability and my strength to really blossom and bloom. So if you're going to enhance your good chance of fortune and luck, that means you got to keep your eyes on the prize, my love. You're going to have to be able to think bigger and broader than you can ever thought. Some Go big, totally big. Forget about saying, I'm going to have a one store. I'm going to have multiple stores. I'm going to have a chain. I'm going to franchise. Go big. Think about all the impact that you're doing for other people. Because here's the thing. It's not just for you. It's for the community that you serve. So many people say, I want to be a business owner because I want freedom. But really, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, is about service. How are you willing to serve your community better than you have ever done in the past? It's something to think about. Now, obviously, I talk a lot about this more in detail and amazing attitude, but you can also inquire about coaching with me because I think a lot of people are stuck not understanding the reason why their business is not growing and flourishing is because it was built on a bad foundation. could be due to their life script. Oh, by the way, your life script is a collection of all the influences from your 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 fans, your parents, and your your childhood influences from friends or your school and whatever. And so many of us are just doing things that are completely contradictory to how we are wired or personality or disposition. And so if you go to denisetlee.com, check out the banner. It says your life script. It's a 10, 15 minute quiz. Sit down, take your time and fill it out. You might be interested to know about what your life script says about you. Okay. And Last but not least, let's talk about number five is accept discomfort as a part of the growth process. Look, here's the thing. We as human beings are lazy. Like, let's keep it real. If we can click buttons or have people just do it for ourselves, we'll do it for ourselves. We are not naturally wired to go through discomfort or pain. And that's why so many of us have faced anxiety and feel so much discomfort because we don't really know what's going to happen. So we want to avoid it at all costs. And ironically, that's what makes the anxiety even worse. So accepting discomfort is the best extinguisher to anxiety and fear and paranoia. And accepting discomfort means that I expect things may not go well, but the only way I will learn is through the process. The way that I talk now the things that I share about my life, heck, even all the nasty parts about the sexual trauma and the abuse and the dysfunctional relationships, or I remember one of my friends called it situational ships, all the stuff that they, I've, I've, I've gone through and I'm sharing with you now, I would have never shared it, heck, even two years ago because I was so uncomfortable about the idea of people judging me. And here's a funny thing about judgment. People are going to judge you regardless of how big of a good picture you try to put up. They're going to always come to their own conclusions. My question to you is, are you allowing the perceived notions of other people ruin your life? I know that's completely set apart from this whole enhance your chance of good fortune and luck conversation. But I just wanted to say it anyway, because a lot of us were so in fear of being judged. We can't even build anything of fruit. We 
fruitfulness and, and, and prosperity because we're so fearful and paranoid. So I just want to throw that out there. So going back to accept discomfort as part of the growth process, it means going through the ebbs and flows. And by the way, while I'm here, I just, just have to say something really important. Everybody's talking about trying to make financial goals. I'm going to hit my six figures by this month, or I'm going to hit the seven figures by blah, blah, blah month. Here's the thing. You, not, you cannot control the amount of income that you can make. What you can control is the quality and the quantity of the work that you make consistently. Everything else is up for grabs. You don't know that. And that's part of the discomfort is realizing that you can't be God everywhere. And I know as human beings, we want to be God. We want to be able to have everything go our way. But the fact of the matter is, that's just not how we grow as human beings. So being able to accept the ebbs and flows, the highs, the lows, and everything in between, that's part of how we grow. That's how we mature. And through each and every iterative process, we learn something new and better so that we can improve how we do our business and so that we can up our odds for success. Enhancing your good luck and fortune is not about necessarily knowing the right people. It's about showing up and being consistent and doing the things that you don't want to do because you know it's the right thing for your future self. Okay. Now, I talked about getting curious, staying positive, owning the direction of your life, keeping keeping yourself visualizing success, and lastly, obviously, accepting discomfort as part of the growth process. That's the way we get there. That's the way we learn how to thrive and not just exist. So my question for you is what area do you need to work on the most? Where do you need to grow? I'd love to hear from you either via Spotify or if you're on Twitter, my handle is Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E-G, and then Lee, L-E-E. And then obviously you can connect with me privately on my website on denisegelee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share this podcast episode with somebody else that could benefit from it. Write a review, all that fun stuff. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care. And I'm wishing you good fortune and luck in your business and your life and everywhere else. All right. Take care and be awesome. Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today we're going to be talking about enhancing your chance for good fortune and luck. I truly believe that all of us are destined for great things. And the only thing that's stopping us from where we want to be and where we are right now, that bridge, that that gap, that distance is our mindset. And so what we're going to be talking about, we're going to go a deep dive into how we can improve our mindset in specific areas. This is a great episode for you to listen to if you're stuck in between some difficult part of your life and you know that you have ambitions and goals, but you just don't know how to get to it. It may be due to your mindset. And we're going to get into all of that coming to you after this short break.